Welcome to the... <laughs> no, 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 I can't do that. Let's try another one. Uh, how about this? <laughs> no, no, that won't work either. Let's try this. get on board with that. Let's roll with it. Welcome to the Begin the Begin podcast. My name is Jeff Hillemeyer, and I'm on a mission to find out what makes people tick. Not just anyone, people who are making a profound impact on the world. I want to dig into their origin story and get to the root of why and how they do what they do. I hope you are as inspired coming out of these conversations as I am. Let's get into it. This episode is the latest installment of the Spun Mafia series, in which I dive into past stories from my first two companies, Spun Logic and Engage. I was so excited to set this episode up because it's a conversation with three couples that met at either Spun Logic or Engage and have since been married and are raising families. They're some of my favorite former team members, and we have a bit of a newlywed game to this podcast. And of course, if you missed any of the previous Spun Mafia podcast episodes, I definitely suggest you go back and check them out. And hey, while I've got you, definitely consider subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. I have a lot of great guests lined up that, trust me, you won't want to miss. Okay, let's get into it. So here we are. This is like... My favorite. Uh, no offense to the other guests we've had on the Spun Mafia series, but I've been looking forward to this one for so long. Um, when Danny and I talk about the old times at, at Spun Logic and Engage, we always talk about the people. And so here we have, we're, we're going to be interviewing these, these folks who all met either at Spun Logic or Engage and then got married and now all have families. So it's really exciting. We're going to ask a bunch of questions. Um, let's start with who you are and what you're doing now. And we'll start with Josh and Amy, who, who were the first to match up. Um, what are you guys doing now? Tell everybody. Um, I work at Acoustic and I'm an account director. So I help our clients with their strategic efforts using our marketing automation platform. And I am at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, um, Senior Director of Brand Engagement. So I oversee our PR efforts, uh, influencers, and social media content. All right. And, and tell us about your little guy real quick. Yeah. Uh, Bryce uh, is seven, second grader, home from school today because it's a virtual day. And apparently mm -hmm. another one tomorrow. <laughs> so where is he? In the closet or something? Um, he's downstairs watching TV. You may hear him laughing rather loudly watching TV from all the way downstairs. Perfect. All right. Carla and Richard. Cool. Um, so I co-founded the agency Dagger and now lead strategy for the agency. And I work for Square. I'm now a software engineering manager there. So I used to write code and now I manage people who do. And, and you're both uh, trying to catch up to me and children. Tell us about your family. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got three little ones. Um, our oldest is Ella. She's five. And then we have Abigail, who is three, and Liam, who is one. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, and they're also in a closet somewhere in the house. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're actually at school. They are at school, though we do have our dog in the background. So. Yeah, that's our fourth baby, actually. Yes. So we're only one away from you, Jeff. <laughs> You're coming. <laughs> All right, Kristen and Mike, what are you guys doing now? Yeah, so I am a project director at Dagger. I'm also with Carla. So I um, lead project management for one of our uh, big accounts at Dagger. Uh, so I'm working at Fanbia, helped uh, co-found the startup. Um, so I'm the tech co-founder of it. DTO, uh, handle everything technical with, with, the, with it. Got it. And <laughs> you've got a little one at home now? Um, yep, we have Autumn. She's two. Um, so she is our lovely toddler. She's not with us right now. She's at um, his sister's. <laughs> she shares a birthday with me, which is fun. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and, and Danny Davis, other yes, than co founding Spun Logic with me, tell everybody what you're doing in case they missed the other episodes. Yeah, it's okay. Right now, I'm CTO at a company called Denova. And Denova is in the business of matching up uh, corporate employees with restaurants that are in our network. Awesome. Okay, mm -hmm. let's get into this. Let's let's hear some stories. So, uh, Josh and Amy, you two first started dating when? Uh, December 2007. Okay, December 2007. And who was at the company who else on this call was at the company other than Danny and I at that time? I was, Carla. Yeah, okay. Carla. Just was. Carla? Yeah, I was. Mike, Mike was too. Yeah, I thought Mike was too. Mike was around Mike? on and off forever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mike was in the basement at one point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so um, tell us how it happened. Who, who asked who out? How did that happen? <laughs> well... I have I've heard that story. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I got asked out after the company holiday party that year. Um, Josh was actually dating somebody at the time. Oh. And he asked me out on a date. And I was like, yeah, you got a girlfriend. No, this isn't going to work. <laughs> um, and it was to go to a Falcons game. Oh, and two days later, he told me he broke up with her and asked if I would go to the game with him again. <laughs> So there had been some back and forth. We, we were always online late working, like, and we would chat on MSN. Um, but like, I had a thing going on that didn't work yeah. out and Josh was dating somebody. And then we just kind of got flirtatious with each other. Um, and then he asked me out and I was like, Hey, you got a girl. And then we went on our first date in December. And then a month later decided that, all right, we're going to make this official. We didn't want to tell anybody because we were all working together and it was weird. Um, but I think after we decided, I think I came and talked to you, Jeff, and was like, is this an issue? Like, is this going to be okay? Like, and uh, you had nothing but good things to say about Josh. So you were cool with it. Thanks, and buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. For you. <laughs> you could have crushed this whole thing back in yeah. Yeah. Did you I know could have this? really changed history if I had just Did said, I don't approve of this young man. <laughs> so you waited one month before you told. Is that yes. roughly? And okay. I had my review like, with Shannon. And she was like, so how's it going? You dating anybody? And I was like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the HR violation. The manager, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> it was after, after the review. We already had that. We were just chatting. This is yeah. personal time. Yeah, yeah. good clarification. Yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Asked, you know, 
what the person did. And I was like, oh, he's a researcher. And she's like, what kind? And I was like, a behavioral researcher. And then the light, light bulb clicked because Josh was the only male in that department. She's like, oh my God, are you dating Josh? <laughs> and so that's kind of how it came out. <laughs> Although Latoya and uh, Patrick knew ahead of time. They were wow. like, they knew. The no. They were in the no. <laughs> Got it. They helped us get sneaky with the Christmas party. Or the okay. Christmas gift exchange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had each other, but I don't think nobody knew that we were yeah. a thing. <laughs> well, before we jump into Richard and Carla's story, Danny, why don't you throw out a newlywed type question to somebody? Well, um, so maybe after you guys got dating and you got going, since you guys went first, I'll ask you the question first. What was your worst date with Josh ever? And what happened? Don't look at him. Don't you look at him. You look at him. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really have a bad date per se. Um, I did have water spilled on me at a restaurant. And That's we went nothing. But that was like our six month anniversary. <laughs> we went out to dinner and somebody walked by and like knocked a pitcher of water all over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we didn't really have any bad dates. I guess that's why you kept dating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You went to Falcons and didn't have yeah, good luck. Lost. You know, <laughs> mostly the Falcons made us depressed, but um, what's new? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll ask you one more question since that one very interesting. What was the first piece of clothing or outfit that was the first to go from his closet when she got married? <laughs> he still has some of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or what does he still have well, that should be gone? Tell him, like, what was the the biggest surprise you found out of me after we kind of got married? But that's, that's not a good one. But it's still do it. Do was it. it a piece of clothing? Because that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned that he liked wrestling. I did not know he was a WWE fan. That, <laughs> that is disturbing. That's disturbing. It's very disturbing. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right we're going to keep moving because that disturbed all of us. Um, <laughs> Richard and Carla, when did you guys first go out on your first date? Yeah, I think my first date was what, March 2008? I think, well, April? so I think February. February, February was um, oh, yes. a, a colleague had leaving drinks at Shout. And I remember we walked back to um, Spun together to the parking garage and like had the like lingering moment at the car. Um, and I think that was our first like spark. Yeah, thank you. Because forever, before we got married, we had to celebrate a dozen anniversaries. It was like first date, first kiss, first spark was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> part, part, part of the motivation to get married was to consolidate all those down to one single. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we had so we had our spark in February, um, but we we took a lot longer to go public, and I think it was because yeah. Amy and Josh had like paved the way before us, and um, they were kind of like the Jim and Pam of the office. Yeah, everyone, everyone <laughs> loved to be like all up in like what was going on with Amy and Josh, and yeah. so we were like completely the opposite of like. Um, I think it took us like seven months to tell people that mm-hmm. we were um, we were dating and. We, we kind of hung out in the hanging out phase for a very long time, even before we made it um, official between the two of us. I think that the time I decided to come out and let everybody know we were dating, we used to have these weekly 
after work golf rounds. And I thought at the end, when we usually shake hands, I would just kiss her on the mouth. And everybody would know at that moment what was going on. <laughs> I did it, and nobody said a thing. It was kind of awkward. It was like, okay, everybody left. <laughs> they didn't realize what I was trying to do. They just thought I was being completely inappropriate. Just kissed her on the mouth. They're like, uh, that's weird. And just left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't even know. It was so, yeah. so I'll say, I, I'm glad you told that story because I was going to bring it up if you didn't bring it up. Because <laughs> 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 it was so awkward when you, when you did that. And then you guys didn't say anything. And so me and Patrick, we just turned to leave. Because <laughs> we're like, I don't know, is he going to kiss us next? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Yeah, fun. and then when we finally did um, tell people, um, even when we actually like came out in a serious tone to tell people, they still didn't, didn't believe us. We kind of had to convince them because we'd done such a good job over the seven months of like, not fraternizing at all it was all like via like digital like instant messaging um that yeah took took a while for us to come out yeah did you check with hr (laughs) (laughs) amy and josh set that precedent we're good (laughs) you're welcome I will say there, it was itching. There, there was a, there was one point. So we um, where he actually reported into me for like a hot minute. Um, yeah. Wow. Was, was that on the Georgia team? No, that was on the Dig team. Big team yeah. Interesting mm-hmm. that you called that a hot minute. <laughs> 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 telling. That she was uh, bossing me around. It was kind of nice. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Danny. Question. All right, up. I have a question for Carla. Uh, on average, how many times a week? Uh, would you say that Richard farts and blames the dog? Mm, good question. <laughs> I'll say three. Richard, what's the, what's the real number? Oh. Five or six? Easy. <laughs> Zero. It's, it's tough because now we also have kids, so yeah. he can blame kids or dogs. Everybody, that's all yeah. kinds of smells going on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Kristen and Mike, tell us your story. When did you guys first go out on your your first date? So, first date was in August of 2010, um, but we met um, in May of that year. So I had just started engage a few months before that we didn't really work on anything together um so we just i hadn't really crossed paths and we met at another at a, a friend's going away drinks um seems to be a theme the, <laughs> the only time i really pulled away from my desk was for happy hours like that so we met at one of those in may and um and yeah and then it, it took a few months of, of um Instant messaging and chatting before yeah. we finally went out. I because I, I tried to, you know, uh, ask her out without really asking her out. You know, like oh, like come join us for drinks after work, right? You know, something so that we could hang out again. But she kept telling me no. <laughs> she kept having I kept things. having plans. For, <laughs> you wanted to go to like lunch at Colony Square, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't want that to be like our first, our first date. So I waited. So what was the first? Where, where did you guys go? We went to a movie, uh, dinner and a movie, um, and 
yeah, I think even for that though, he tried to tried to frame it as a, a double date or something, and then somebody backed out last minute. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just us. The old um, backlash, right? Yeah, you old backlash. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in August, and then is uh, probably not that long after that we told people, and that's it's kind of a different story. We can we can tell that one now, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. Um, so yeah, it was when we were getting ready to move to the 22nd floor of um, Promenade Building from the 17th, and that was a really big, exciting thing, and um, we didn't work together, so we were like, you know, everyone was like yeah. eagerly anticipating the seating chart and, um, you know, where everyone's going to be. We didn't work together, so we didn't think we'd sit near each other. And Yeah, we worked on zero projects together, so we thought there was no overlap, no way that we'd be seated next to each other. Uh, but when the seating map actually came out, <laughs> we were literally placed right next to each other. And I can't remember if it was like side by side or if we were going to be looking face to face. But at that point, we decided, uh, you know, <laughs> we didn't want that. We figured we'd go ahead and uh, talk to Missy and let her know. Uh, you know, we may want to have other seats because we're dating. <laughs> yeah. so, so Nobody down. knew? Yeah. At that point, nobody knew? No, I think it was only about a month month after we started dating. So was Uncle Mike, did I know? Uh, how? Uh, you better answer carefully. Answer carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of influence over that seating chart. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't remember. I don't remember really hiding it, so I don't remember... <laughs> But we were pretty good. Like we would instant message and then we'd like near the end of the day, it's like, Hey, are you starting to pack up or, you know, like, and we just kind of like meet in the elevator well and then like leave, like, <laughs> because you know, it wasn't quite as open and we were in totally different, like opposite ends of the, the floor at that point. So, um, I mean, it's, there's Mike, a good chance, Jeff, at this point, Mike still thought that he had the, you know, had her fooled into thinking they were just hanging out. <laughs> and he didn't really consider it a real thing yet. That's right. <laughs> um, and then what did HR say when you talked to HR? <laughs> did you? Did you? Well, so. Missy. Yeah, so I told Missy about it. And I was really nervous about telling her because that was the official coming out. But um, yeah, she, she said. <laughs> It's not a big deal. She, I think she almost said, like, they already knew. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't seem like a big deal. Yeah. Did, she, did she show you the footage? No? <laughs> How we didn't yeah. know. <laughs> All right, Danny, you got a question for these two? Yeah, sure, I do. Kristen, what is the grossest habit that Mike has that most people probably don't know about? And it could be one that you've curtailed, you know, since you've been together, because that's that's very possible. Ah, <laughs> oh, grossest habit. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't, um, I guess this isn't too gross, but just like the holes in the socks. <laughs> like, nice, that is gross. Like, socks are not that expensive. <laughs> if I can put them on, they still work. <laughs> um, yeah, so the holes in the socks, it's like, and I'm not going to buy him new socks. Like, that's just that's something you can easily get on Amazon. But, um, Love it. 
But yeah. related, you know, how many of the wives before this call made sure, you know, their husband's socks didn't have holes in there, etc. Yeah. Speaking of holes and grossness, do, do any of the fellas still have spun logic shirts they wear? Oh yeah. I almost have a whole drawer full of them. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. I was trying to find one before this call, but yeah, I, I still have like two or three that I don't usually wear it around the house or something. Richard, did I, I you do, ever get any? I think so Carla does. I, yeah, I do, but uh, Richard really likes to. I like getting rid of old get stuff. Get rid of things. Oh um, wow! I actually, have more than he does. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. holy socks. <laughs> no holy socks. <laughs> so, Amy, I think you said who were the first people you told? Um, Patrick and Toya knew, because um, Patrick and I had a code name that we would refer to him as. Um, really? What was the code him, name? We called him Bruno. <laughs> because BR for behavioral research, and he was the first behavioral research employee. So Bruno, Patrick came up with it. Um, so whenever we were talking about Josh, we'd be like, Bruno this, Bruno that. Yeah, and Patrick, um, when he starts saying, hey, Bruno, I'm like, why do you call me this? I don't understand. <laughs> and then she told me why. Yeah. Um, you, Bruno, from now on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> done. Um, done. How about uh, Richard and Carla? Who are the first people that you told at the office? Yeah, and I tried to tell Mike, Mike and Patrick, Patrick at the golf course that day. Who did you successfully tell first? <laughs> <laughs> who did you convince? I mean, I do remember. Mm, I remember a story. I do. Uh, yeah, I remember a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She talked to Amy about it. I was like, I don't know about this rich guy. He did. He <laughs> she did. did. Yeah, I think we went to lunch, and uh-huh. uh, Amy, uh, Amy Amy warned me that he uh, he he may be flirtatious with other women in the <laughs> the office. Ooh, <laughs> juicy, <laughs> juicy. But I think we also, and I think we also told Amber and Rick when we finally like came out to the team because yeah. we were on the same team at the time. So, um, so you guys are the only ones that really work with anybody or work with each other, right? Yeah, yeah we, directly together. Yeah. yeah, which worked to my advantage. So I was, so I was a project manager, and he was one of the devs. Um, so when those late night bugs came in, I had a little bit of power over trying to get him to hop online to fix things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I was eager to please. <laughs> hey, Amy, what, was uh, was that a personal experience you had with Richard's flirting? No, <laughs> no, it was not me. I had just noticed it. at that point. Josh and I were dating, um, and I kind of heard that Carla was talking to him, and I was like, I want to just want to share some things. Wow, he could be a nice guy. I don't know, um, but I think that that prompted some some action on Rich's part. <laughs> in truth, you were absolutely right. I was a terrible choice for her at the time. Not going to work out. So yeah, I, there was another guy that I was uh, talking to. We kind of call him good on paper because yeah, he had exactly. all of the like good check marks and had Richard, who was maybe a little bit less on paper. But <laughs> wow, turned out, turned out to be a winner for sure. You still have? Do you still have that list? Do you have it somewhere? Can we see it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We burned that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny, you got a question for anyone? How about a group question real quick? Let's do it. All right. One question is, is there any uh, makeout spots in the office <laughs> that uh, maybe Jeff and I didn't know about at the time? Um, 
I think Jim and Pam have had something going on there. I saw that <laughs> they looked at <laughs> each other, <laughs> they laughed. Yeah. We totally made out in the elevators after the elevators. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You'd fake get on the elevator, the second the door closed, just ran into each other's yep. arms. <laughs> you know, there's cameras in those elevators. <laughs> <laughs> 17 floors was a long time, so. <laughs> I always wonder why the fire alarm was going off so much in that <laughs> Weird. Um, is there, any, no one else has, by the way? No. No one else is going to admit it. Park, parking garage. I didn't want to get caught. My office after yeah, hours. Like, nothing. If we not getting caught, we would not do anything. In fact, our first date was at this horrible little Mexican restaurant because I knew that nobody we knew would be there. <laughs> I think we had it really easy for like seven months because we couldn't go anywhere that was recognizable to anyone. Yeah. So he got a, a lot of cheap dates for sure. <laughs> um, any other awesome. stories, by the way, before I ask my next, next question, you guys think of stories from back in the day now? Good. Okay. It occurs to me that all of you were PMs at one point or another. Um, and so, so I'm wondering if the guys are like circling in on the PM, the young PM ladies. Is that is that a is that something we need to address in our companies? <laughs> I like okay, that was rhetorical. <laughs> What's that? I like being I like told. that we knew how to get stuff done. Yeah, that too. Apparently so. All right. So, is there anyone do you think it's, uh, back in the day that would try to take credit for you guys being together? Mm. I go. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if she would like probably a couple people for us, um, at least from my point of view. But so I started engaged because of my my best friend, Katie, that um, worked there at the time. And so I, I kind of give her a lot of credit personally um, for my job and my career and and meeting Michael. So because um, I just I, I had not been on this path and this wasn't anything I was really exploring. And so um, she was just like, you're really organized. Like you have to plan like maybe like you'd be good at this. And so that's why I started at Engage. And then I met Michael at um, Katie's going away drinks um, when like she dragged me out. She's like, you have to go to this. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's when I actually met him and we may have crossed paths after that, but, um, but yeah, so probably Katie and maybe Tracy. Tracy too. was pushing Tracy for sure. She was trying to set me up with, with a lot of people and when I think <laughs> realized that I liked that I, that I had a crush on him. She, uh, she, you know, just would constantly like message me. We, we sat next to each other. So she'd be like, she, she worked with him on some projects and she'd say like, I'm going to, I'm going to get him to come in here. And, you know, I've got a question about the Home Depot for him. And, um, and so I think she, she was kind of pushing that too. I had a team of people helping me out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Any, how about anybody else? Amy recruited me to Spun Logic, so indirectly, I feel like she is somewhat responsible for even getting us into the same building together, which is great. Thank and you. Then Amy. Straight. <laughs> then she, then she actively, actively she tried actively, yes. not to make it happen, but I get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get you. Um, I gosh, Amy, you can take some credit. I guess. I don't know. This call. Yeah. Sorry, Richard. Who? I think you could take some credit for this. We're all here on this call with you today. So <laughs> that was against inner office relationships. 
<laughs> you guys were trying to mess it up, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Despite the um, odds of you and Amy against it, it still happened. Nothing was going to stop. No, the Martins. Um. Well, I like we both had our things going on separately, and I remember talking to Melissa, reading about um, just some of the stuff that was going on, like with that. She's like, well, you never know. Maybe you could meet somebody like in this building. And like thinking back, I don't know if she was trying to like drop hints about Josh, uh, um, but it happened. And then I guess after I told Shannon, Shannon went to Melissa and was like, your, your son's dating my daughter. <laughs> and like, we were like, oh, so, but I don't think she actively pushed that. She just kind of dropped some hints yeah. along the way, maybe. But yeah. take it. We'll take it. Okay. Before I ask my last question, Danny, you got one more newlywed type question for these folks. Yeah. Do you have time for one each couple? What do you want? What do you? Yeah. Let's do, do a couple. I want. I want to see what they've got to say. Okay. We'll we'll throw down then. All right. So um, so this first question, uh, Richard, it's for you. All right. So if you guys, if you guys won the lottery, and you and you you gave Carla control over the money. What would she go out and spend that money on? Home furnishings, without a doubt. Hmm. Home furnishings? Yeah, that's a very true story. We just, she's really into like furnishing the home lately. We had to go. Which part's true? The lottery part or the furnishings? Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, very different tastes in furniture. So I, I just finally got him on board with getting a white couch, which has been like a two year endeavor. Um, that I'm super excited about, but uh, again, we have three young children and a dog. Once a white <laughs> oh. <laughs> cover, so I think we can bleach it if we need to. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's fun. That's fun. That's pretty normal. Taste. She means she has some, and I don't. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. All right. My well, next question, uh, Amy, is for you. All right. So, uh, if there was a fire in the house, besides you. What would be the next most important thing Josh would grab in the house to say? What's, what's funny about this? So we went to Grenada for our 10 year anniversary. That was the exact question that was asked. No way. Yeah. And he said question. his golf clubs. He said his golf clubs, but what would you say? You said your son, I'm guessing. I, I, just say that. So, what happened. I was thinking to answer that question besides of the obvious would be my son, but yeah. <laughs> I think I said us, and then the answer was golf clubs. That was his answer. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That. Poor, Br uh, poor Bryce. So, uh, all right, Kristen, if, um, if Mike were going to throw a themed party, all, as much money as he could spend on one themed party, what would the theme be? I don't think he'd ever throw a theme at her. <laughs> yeah, the party says you, you stay at home. Stay at home. That's a terrible theme. That's a terrible theme. We are not the theme party people. I'm sorry. Like Star Wars, um, Hawaii, yeah. something like that. Yeah, maybe a Star Wars or... Yeah, I mean, I wear the Star Wars shirts all the time. Yeah, <laughs> or like the office or just something comedy, like... Yeah. All right. All right. We can probably find some. All right. That's cool. Take it and spend it on, on golf. Golf party. That's golf the thing. Party. Yeah. We can do that. That would be his theme. We'll take that. 
All right, Jeff, you're up. All right. I got one last question, unless anyone else has a story or another question they want to ask. Well, speaking of golf, there's a weird connection between like Mike and Rich and Carla with one of them hitting each other with golf balls that I think we should explore. <laughs> Absolutely. Explore golf ball events. Yeah. I think Richard, you hit me first. Do you want to talk about that story? <laughs> Thanks, Carla. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, I we that same weekly golf outing that we all did as a company or a group of people. I hit Carla in the head and actually hit her hard enough to give her a concussion. Um, like, so he 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 says it was my fault because I was I guess standing in the box in the in the box. People know the line, the parallel invisible line that you do not stand in front of. It's always a risk of being hit by a golf ball, and she violated that. Control. So he was. Like, <laughs> she violated. <laughs> he was in my airspace. So he was teeing off, like driving with like with the driver. Um, I guess what you do with the with the driver, but um, <laughs> it was very strong, a very strong and powerful club. And, um, and I was probably maybe like six feet away. So his ball hit me like right above my eye with very full force. It was like something out of our Wait a second. Were you, were you standing behind Richard at this? Like, where were you standing? To the front. side. You shanked it. Right. I've heard the story. So let's not, let's not mix words. He hit it almost completely sideways. There's no way it should have hit her. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah so i went down on the ground like a cartoon character you heard the knock the sound of it and you can almost see it coming woo, like a cartoon what was rich's reaction after that happened um so you my reaction was i'm so Mulligan. sorry in front of your yeah. golf ball i actually got an apology from her she's like i'm sorry i got in the way of your golf ball and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's how i knew i needed to marry so Richard hit me in that moment and it probably wasn't a month later when we were playing again and I hit Mike with my golf ball <laughs> and what's funny is my golf balls only go a few feet in front of me so no one's really usually at risk of getting hit but I hit what was like maybe one of the best shots of my life where it like went in a beautiful arc but because people don't worry about getting hit Mike was walking in front of me <laughs> and so I yelled four and he like turned around, like right on his shin. Um, and I think that was probably on your shin, like a like a bruise for months, oh, right? Yes. Oh man, I saw the picture from it. But I was easily like a hundred yards ahead. I thought there is no way I'm at any risk in this. <laughs> way to prove him wrong, Carla. Way to prove him wrong. <laughs> yeah. so, so one one thing to make a note of that I just heard was that Carla got hit from about five feet away with a driver in the head and told Richard, I'm good, I'm good. And Mike got hit way down the fairway on the shin and he took a picture of it to remember the pain <laughs> that came. Just setting the stage. And then Michael Richards in a subsequent round hit a priest with a golf ball. I, so. I believe I was there when that happened. Oh, yeah, you were there. Yeah, I was with you. It was at Bear's Best, I think. <laughs> and then yeah. people didn't want us to play in yeah, the Yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to golf anymore with us. It was interesting. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to come full circle and for a priest to hit a golf ball. <laughs> we don't know who we hit. We don't know who we hit, but... Carla, that was a good one, Josh. Good memory. Any any other yeah, memories you guys got? Carla gave Michael a handwritten card with a little drawing of oh, stuff yeah. during a group of oh, yeah. saying sorry too for that. I did feel very bad about that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and Richard, what did you do for hitting your girlfriend in the head? Uh, I did everything you're not supposed to. I gave her alcohol. I, I married her. her. And then I sent her home to sleep. <laughs> 
We married her. But we did name our dog Candler after this golf course that we right. have all these memories oh, on. Oh, nice. So she, yeah. uh, she lives on in her. That's uh-huh. my baby. Um, I will say what, what was funny about um, like Richard and I when, um, you know, I didn't change. Um, I didn't change my last name immediately after we got married, and um, kind of like Chris and I also was very heads down on trying to get work done. So we also didn't really like, you know, fraternize a lot after we got married. And um, so what's funny is as engaged grew, people didn't realize that we were not just dating but married. And so I remember I was on a uh, a business trip with someone and. Um, I was telling stories and talking about Richard through this whole trip with them. And we're sitting in the airport to come fly home. And they said, Oh, so you've never told me like, what does Richard do? And I said, <laughs> I said, well, he's a, he's a software developer. It's like, Oh, where does he work? And I was like, with us. And she's like, oh, but which team? And I'm like, my team. And it was this like really weird moment where I realized like, people don't realize that we were like mm-hmm. together um, even after we were married, which is funny. It means you were good at hiding it in the office. She's far, or Richard would still be still very flirtatious with the other women. Maybe that was another reason why. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mostly I had like a picture of him hanging in my cube and there were people I remember would walk by and be like, wait. <laughs> Richard? They're like, yeah. <laughs> really? Him? <laughs> right. I, had a, I had a picture of Richard in my cube too. That's cool. <laughs> I thought everyone did. It's like, yeah. All right. So any other stories? Before I close this down with my last question. Okay. Uh, it occurs to me that you're all excellent at your, your, uh, your jobs and your careers, but you're also um, at the upper echelon of taking office romances and making them into successful marriages and families. Like it's, it would be hard to say that you three are not, you three couples are not experts at that. So my question is what advice do you have for a young couple, maybe working at dagger today or Buffalo wild wings that are <laughs> eyeing each other in the hallways. And what, what would you say to them? Hmm. Don't, don't date people you work with, number one. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it probably doesn't work out that often, and then you're with them all the time. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, no, I know. what's some advice? How do they make it work? Um, so, so, one thing I think is a positive of dating someone you work with is, um, um, for me, at least as someone who is very focused on work, um, I feel like it was hard for me to get out to meet people outside of work. So I felt like that was a, a positive in terms of, of I guess, um, dating within your, your workplace. Um, I would say you know, one of the things that we've maybe been challenged with and had to work through in our relationship is like giving each other the leftovers at the end of the day, because we do pour so much into like family and work. And so making time at the end of the day to actually connect um, like the two of us, uh, I think is uh, a key to our marriage, at least. Mm-hmm. I do think that, um, you know, a lot of times you hear people say, you should have date nights. You should be talking to each other. You shouldn't talk about working kids. I feel like we love to talk about working kids. It's <laughs> 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 the two things we, we share the most. It's great. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think for us, we were, so passionate about working there and, and working to what we do and working in similar fields, similar spaces. And so, yeah, I think, you know, talking about work and 
um, the things we're working on. I don't know. To me, that was always interesting and fun to, to hear what she was working on because we never really worked on yeah. anything together. So, um, you know, having those conversations while we were there was, was pretty fun. And then obviously we went on to, to go to other jobs and other companies, but in very similar industries, but being able to talk and share, um, you know, I think has always been interesting. Um, I would say as, as far as advice goes, um, take your time, figure out if you actually want to go public with any knowledge. <laughs> and, and we talked about like what happens if it doesn't work out? Like we work together. This could be really awkward. Yeah. Um, so we had those discussions up front. And then after about a month or so, we were like, you know, we're good. Like this is going to be a long-term thing. And so then at that point, we we're like, all right, we're good. But definitely have those conversations to kind of like figure out what you're going to do on the off chance it doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is going back to Josh's comment on like, like working together, I do think um, we actually did work on some of the same projects together. And I think there's like a share, like it made it even more like shared celebration when you're launching something and you're both like super excited and you're also proud of each other's contributions. And like, um, like when he, um, when he launched the like Ruth Chris mobile app, like we made a date of it. We went to Ruth Chris and we, oh, yeah. and we ordered off of the app and we had them show us on the reservation system, how it popped up on the screen. And it was just, it was a nice like celebratory moment um, that because we were so into each other's work, I think it made it that much more special um, as well. Yeah. I'd say like similar to that. So we didn't work on anything together and we were kind of intentional about that. Um, I think because I was the project manager and just didn't, we just didn't want to do that, but we did have similar experiences with kind of just those shared moments in the office. And just, I remember once Michael had been at the office, I think overnight for a launch and I can't remember what it was for. And he like actually slept while oh, yeah. sleeping like the, the the nap room which was the mother's room <laughs> and like just like I remember like being able to kind of be there for him the next day and like mm. um I, I had a similar experience where I actually came home but it was for a big Chick-fil-A launch and just like but we were kind of there for each other and could you know those like kind of drives into work together and um but yeah so whatever it is like I think just like be intentional with like with things like that. If, if you really are clear that you don't want to like work on the same things together, like maybe vocalize that because people might be open to that and like being okay with that. Like, okay, let's, let's not put them together um, on things and, and also take your time. Like I agree with that because it's like, if you are really just passionate and your career is really important to you, like hopefully like the two of you can understand that together and like, just don't rush, you know, like we took a lot of time before we dated and before we got engaged and, and it was just good. We got to enjoy a lot of the, the time together and the time with friends at the office too. I think the biggest thing, and you've probably talked, spoken this on other episodes is the culture. Like, I don't, I think it's pretty rare that this would happen other places. Right. Um, but the culture would be, you know, open to having, you know, relationships within the office. But I just remember it being like, you know, obviously we, we had jobs to do and stuff, but the culture was just very fun. And, you know, there was not, you know, I didn't feel a ton of stress, um, you know, come in the office and it was just a very welcoming environment um, for everybody to, you know, feel like they're having fun in their jobs. And, you know, I think that you know, can open up to, you know, relationships to, to spark. So um, I think the culture had a lot to do with it. 
Yeah, I think the the culture, there's a genuine friendship between people, um, Mm -hmm. which I think breeds in terms of from a relationship perspective. And and like even the fact that we golfed um, after work and went for drinks and um, I feel like we had a lot more like group hanging out um, after work um, that I guess was foundational for our relationship. And to this day, we still, you know, Mike and Josh and I golf together quite frequently still. Um, I know we've taken golf trips with Danny and Jeff. I know that (laughs) Carla and Kristen work together. And, you know, Amy just gave our kids a book a couple weeks ago that their son didn't need anymore. Like the relationships are still there between us all. And that's super Super yeah. awesome. Super it's, blessed. It's fun, too, because so our oldest daughter, Ella, um, actually is quite smitten with Bryce, so um, Amy and Josh's son, too. They're like so <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> so he um, so Josh's uh, Justin and Bryce gave Ella like his old golf clubs coming back to golf. Um, and she was just so excited. And so she gets this like bright eye look in her face when she talks about Bryce and golfing. We and, used them two weeks ago, actually. Yeah. She got to use the backpack golf bag. Hey, maybe, maybe you'll get lucky and they'll work together one day. And then <laughs> Bryce can hit her and she can. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was a great sentiment to end on. Um, you guys are all awesome. And it's, it's no um, surprise that. You're, you're having fantastic marriages and families. Um, I, I wasn't kidding when, you know, like when Danny and Raj and Ragu and I talk about the old days, most of it comes back to the people and and you were six of the best people we ever worked with. And uh, it's just, it, it gives us a lot of uh, good feelings inside to see you guys building your, your lives together. So we appreciate you guys. And thanks for taking this time to chat with us. Thanks awesome. for having Thank us. You. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see you on the next golf trip. Bye, everybody.